this is Lee Klein. We're talking about getting ready for Jesus, being that bride without spot or wrinkle, preparing for Jesus. Let's acknowledge him, Jesus. We thank you and praise you for telling us things to come, for telling us what we need to do to get ready, for telling us that we're not ready, and because you don't want to stand before us or stand before you that day. And you say, away from me, I never knew you. You don't want to say that. It grieves you to have to say that. And so we thank you for your love and your compassion and for your efforts over and over again to get through to us. Teach us, Lord. We love you and praise you and give you all the glory. Give you all the glory. And so I wanted to share this dream I had with you a while back. I was getting ready to marry Jesus, and I was literally getting ready. I was just running back and forth. I don't know what I was doing in the dream, but I knew that Jesus was waiting. He was waiting for me. The music was playing, and I kept just fussing around, and I don't even know what I was doing. Probably my hair. I was looking for something I couldn't find. Um, I don't know what I was doing. But anyway, the, the lady, um, a lady came out and said she was going to take a break, and the music stopped. And 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 then um, as time went on, and I still wasn't ready, I was still worried about my physical appearance. Um, so I, all of a sudden, it just got really, really quiet. And I went and looked, and Jesus was gone. He was gone. I missed him. He was gone. I was devastated. It was terrible. And I woke up from that dream just realizing I had something messed up. And really, the message at that time was I was late. He said I was late. And today, when he um, was talking to me about my message, and, and he brought that dream back to my mind, and I realized what he was saying to me was different than the day that I woke up from the dream. And what he was saying is, well, first of all, I guess I, I'm a little bit ahead of myself. Um, I just want to mention all the things that we go through in the natural when we get married. Um, you know, like your physical appearance, like what, what I was doing. Um, you know, you pick out rings, you get a dress, the groom gets a suit, then you have the bridesmaids the, and the groomsmen, um, their clothing and gifts. And you decide um, where you're going to have the reception and where you're going to have the wedding. And you do your nails, right? And you get your hair done and all this stuff. The invitations, um, who you're going to invite. If you're going to have music in your wedding, who's going to do the music? Who's going to marry you? There's so much to do, and it takes so much time. But then we don't think that we have to prepare for Jesus. Like, there's nothing to do. And there is something to do. And it wasn't what I was doing in the dream. It wasn't what we do. The reason we don't get ready for Jesus is because we don't know what we're doing. We don't know how to get ready if we don't know him, if he doesn't reveal to us why we're called the bride of Christ. We are the bride. He is the groom. And that is to show us 
that he he's saying that so we can understand that we have to get ready for him. There's much preparation, but it's not about her physical appearance. It, it's not about that. It's about getting ready for him spiritually. It's about being without spot or wrinkle. It's about our character, who we are, who he creates us to be, right? So when he recreates us in his likeness, that takes time. That's, that's getting ready for the wedding. That's getting ready to stand before him that day without spot or wrinkle. And then he would say, well done, thy good and faithful servant. And he would say, how beautiful you are. How beautiful your character. I love how you made forgiveness a lifestyle. That's your beauty when you look like him. When you stand across from him and, and your eyes meet and, and you look like him. When I was in heaven, he took me to heaven shared that with you before and we looked across the table at each other and we knew what each other were thinking well I knew what he was thinking as he allowed me and it, it was about that it was like what you went through to get here what you let go of how you laid your life down the purpose for your life now compared to what it used to be understanding there's so many things that when we sat there um, he was acknowledging that I did to start getting ready to get married. There, there's things we have to do and we don't know what to do and that's why we're not getting ready. And you have to go to Jesus and find out, what is it? What do I have to do? Where am I at? And then all of a sudden, he might show you someone you didn't forgive and you didn't even realize it. You thought you did. Or something he needs you to do or someone in your life that needs your attention they need to know Jesus or one of his commands that you're literally ignoring that you thought was okay and it wasn't it's not and so he's asking you to be ready for that day to get ready we were reading Revelation 19.7. Let us rejoice and shout for joy, exulting and triumphant. Let us celebrate and ascribe to him glory and honor for the marriage of the Lamb at last has come and his bride has prepared herself. Preparing yourself to stand before Jesus without spot or wrinkle is becoming engaged with him and then becoming like him in that engagement. You know, engaging in his thoughts, his feelings, his opinions, and, and caring about what he cares about. She was permitted to dress in fine linen, dazzling and white, for the fine linen signifies, represents, here it is, the righteousness, the upright, just, and godly living deeds and conduct and right standing with God of the saints, God's holy people. And so getting out those spots and wrinkles signifies you living in righteousness, changing your mind, coming in agreement with him, 
changing what once was your opinion to his, submitting to him, giving him honor, and letting him teach you, letting him recreate you in his likeness will bring you to that place that you get to wear that dress. I had my dress on in heaven. It was beautiful, and I was so excited because I had some correction before that I shared with you, and he said he couldn't let me in the door. My life wasn't about him. It was about me. It was about me. It was about making me happy, me trying to make me happy, which didn't work anyway. When you love him with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind, you're going to care about what he cares about. You're going to care about what he's going through. You're going to care about what's coming up and the things he's going through to prepare for us. You're going to start connecting with him and realizing what he's doing. And before that, how you were just living foolishly, not knowing what was coming and what you needed to do to get ready. We don't know what to do, so we got to find out. Jesus, where am I at? What do I have to do to get ready? I want to stand before you without spot or wrinkle. Show me who you are so I can be like you. I want to be perfect like you. I want to grow up. Jesus is amazing. The revelation knowledge that he is giving us, you can't get that anywhere else. You can't go to your pastor or anyone else and say, how do I get ready? What do I need to do? Go to Jesus. Ask him to come and live on the inside of you if you haven't. And then he'll tell you. When I was in heaven with him, we didn't talk with our mouths. I knew what he was thinking, what he allowed me to think, allowed me to know, and he knew what I was thinking. And that's how we communicated, and that's how you communicate here, him living on the inside of you, and you just know his thoughts. He shares his thoughts with you. So he said in Revelation 3.20, if you heed his voice, He's going to come and live on the inside of you. So ask him. Ask him to come and live on the inside of you. You know, many say that prayer that they think that's going to get them to heaven. But it's about your obedience, you growing to be like him, getting ready for the wedding, getting ready for that day that you stand before him. Being righteous. Let us rejoice and shout for joy. Let us celebrate and ascribe to him the glory and honor for the marriage of the Lamb at last has come. It's going to come. And his bride has prepared him herself. So you're his bride if you got ready. She's been permitted to dress in fine linen, dazzling and white. For the fine linen signifies, represents the righteousness the upright, just, and godly living deeds and conduct, right standing with God. So it's about being right standing with him, living that higher life, his ways higher 
than our ways. And we can't know them without sitting with Jesus and finding out what he's thinking. Finding out why. Get ready for Jesus. He's coming. He's coming soon. It says that. All of a sudden, it's going to happen. You want to be ready. If you're a bride and you're not ready for your wedding that day, you're not going to go. You can't go if you're not ready. I couldn't go. I wasn't ready. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you and praise you for helping us to get ready, for giving us eyes to see, giving us clarity of how to know exactly what we need to do to be ready for you that day. Jesus is saying he's got a word for us. What, Lord? He said, I am ready, but you're not. Come to me, and I will show you personally how to be ready for that day. I love you. I am waiting for you. You're not waiting for me. I'm waiting for you to be ready because it is not my will that one should perish. Acknowledge me, saith the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. He's so good to us for telling us ahead of time. On that day, it'll be too late. You don't just decide you're going to get married that day. You get ready. Thanks so much for listening today. God bless you.